You are totally in the right place. This is Disney Vacations Demystified with Sarah and Erica. It's time to have less stress and more fun on your next Disney vacation. a child of the 80s undoubtedly you had star wars action figures and played with all those toys and watched those movies there is not going to be any bigger moment in your disney vacation than when you step foot in galaxy's edge and you walk in and see that life-size millennium falcon this is just going to put you over the top did you have that experience erica galaxy's edge is it blew my mind and i'm Definitely a child of the 80s. However, I did not get introduced to the Star Wars franchise by the movies. It actually wasn't until we went to Galaxy's Edge that I fell so head over heels with that theming that now we've gone back and watched the movie. So I'm the exact opposite. That is crazy to me. I have such fond memories of these movies and watching them with my dad As they played on HBO, we had cable when I was a kid, and that was a really rare treat. And it was just a special thing that my dad and I did together. That's cool. And that's those are those are the kinds of memories I think that then if you can link those to your Disney vacation, it unlocks some really fun doors. But today we're talking all about Galaxy's Edge, which is one of our favorite lands in all of Disney World. I think that's something that Sarah and I both agree on. You're going to find Star Wars Galaxy's Edge over in Hollywood Studios. And man, oh man, get ready for the ride of your life on that Millennium Falcon because it is immersive from the moment you step your big toe into that land. It sucks you right into the story. It does. True confessions. That's not my favorite Star Wars ride in the park. That's not a surprise, is it? If you have been in Galaxy's Edge, I think so many of us agree that Smugglers Run in the Millennium Falcon is is a fun ride, but I would actually take Star Tours, which is also in Hollywood Studios, but not inside Galaxy's Edge. I prefer riding Star Tours. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion. I don't know. It could be an unpopular opinion, but maybe not. We don't know. Um, The great thing about Galaxy's Edge is there are three main rides and attractions that you can experience. And yes, spoiler alert, one of those is actually outside of Galaxy's Edge. There was some logistical issues with the Imagineering and Star Tours could not be moved. But you do have three rides and attractions that you can experience. That, of course, is Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, Star Tours, as well as Rise of the Resistance. And to me, Sarah, nothing compares to Rise of the Resistance. You are so correct about that. There is not a Disney ride that compares. It's Even calling it an attraction does not do it justice. It really is an experience and a story that you enter into. And you're going to move through some different rooms. You're going to start in a room where you get a briefing from Ray and Poe. And you're going to get on, no spoilers here, but you're going to get on a ship and do some things. And then some other stuff's going to happen. You're going to get on a different ride vehicle It just keeps moving you through the story in a way that makes you feel like you are part of a Star Wars movie. You're you're in the middle of the saga. Yeah, we don't want to give some spoilers away, but let's just say there's going to be moments where you're totally unsure if you are in the ride queue or if you suddenly are a part of a live action show 
or if you are riding a ride, it all blends together seamlessly. And I promise when that ride vehicle gets to the end, it is not uncommon to hear claps and cheers and oohs and ahs because there are surprises around every corner. Rise of the Resistance is something that you have to get yourself on when you visit Galaxy's Edge. Oh, without a doubt. One of my favorite things is to ride this with people who have not experienced it before. So to see a first timer get to go through this story. And I'll never forget taking Cubby on this for the first time. He was super pumped that he finally made the height requirement. We waited in line. We got the spot in the virtual queue. We did all the things and we got to ride. And as we're unloading out of our ride vehicle, he looks at me and his jaw is on the floor and he says, Mama, did we actually go into outer space? Totally. Yes, you did. And that's the cool thing is is even as an adult, uh, you know, if you let yourself get swept away in the magic of Disney, you will 150,000% be transported to outer space when Mm -hmm. you ride Rides of the Mm -hmm. Resistance. But that's not the only ride over in Galaxy's Edge. No, and I think that Smuggler's Run, which is the the second Star Wars ride that's inside Galaxy's Edge proper, also does a really great job of bringing you into the story. So inside the ride queue, you you feel like you're loading into the Millennium Falcon. The game table that's inside the Falcon is actually recreated there, kind of in the waiting area as you're ready to board into the cockpit and take off. And and that's the premise of the ride. You're going to pilot the Millennium Falcon. You're on a mission to recover some things. And hopefully you don't damage the Falcon too terribly as you try to do that. There's going to be six of you in that cockpit and you all have to work together. Everybody's got a job to do so that you can successfully complete the mission and avoid as much damage as possible to the Falcon. Absolutely. But you're going to get that super iconic moment where you get to make the leap to hyperspace, which is really fun. But like Sarah said, there are some pretty distinct jobs on the Millennium Falcon. You may be a pilot, you may be a gunner, you may handle navigation. All of those things are going to have different jobs that you need to complete. And you will want to work as a team to do just that, to successfully complete the mission and to minimize the damage to the Millennium Falcon. But spoiler alert, that's easier said than done. easier said than done. Did you know there's actually a secret mode that you can unlock in that attraction? Yeah, If everybody, Chewy mode, if I don't know how to do it. I've never done it, but you can go search YouTube videos if you feel like you're going to accomplish that. For my family, we've never tried because we just have fun as is. But yeah, you have to push buttons in a certain order and a certain timing. And suddenly, instead of Hondo giving you instructions through that entire experience, Chewie's going to be yelling at you in Wookiee. Which is fun because you're not going to understand Wookiee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're just going to fly around the galaxy. Uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is another really great ride. That along with Rise of the Resistance, those two rides really anchor Galaxy's Edge. And then, of course, Star Tours, as we mentioned earlier, is just outside of the gates, but no less thrilling for your Star Wars loving crew. Now, Sarah, after you've ridden some of these rides, you're probably going to work up an appetite. But the good news is Galaxy's Edge has us covered in a lot of different ways. And I know that one of the quick serve options is one of your favorite on property. It is. It actually might be my very favorite. Uh, Not my very favorite. That's a tall order. But yes, When I'm in Hollywood studios, I want to go grab quick service at Docking Bay 7. I love the menu here. I dream about the pot roast. 
They serve it over a bed of noodles with some veggies on the side, and it is delicious. It's also some of the coolest theming inside a quick service restaurant that I've seen anywhere at Disney. You, again, feel like you've stepped into the Star Wars story, complete with Star Wars sliding doors. And you can actually buy um, a souvenir spork that makes you feel like you're eating with utensils that you would find in outer space. It's so cool and really good. The other quick service location that is a little bit more polarizing, I think, is Ronto Roasters. And Ronto Roasters, I personally am not a fan of a Ronto Roaster. I've tried both the breakfast option and the lunch option. If you think of like a hot dog mixed with a sausage that's on like a pita style taco shell, it's not for me, but there are so many people that rave and rave about grabbing a Ronto roaster. So please don't just take my opinion. If that is something that appeals to you, you need to get in there and get one of those because it is one of the iconic snacks Mm -hmm. there in Galaxy's Edge. It's true. And I do believe they have a vegetarian option. So if that is important to you, that might be a great fit to go grab a Ronto wrap over at Ronto Roasters. It's cool to walk through. Even if you don't want to eat anything, the space is kind of open air and there's some animatronics there. Like there's a droid who's turning whatever animal they're cooking on a spit. And it's just cool to watch this. It's part of the ambiance of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it is cool. Now I'll tell you the snack that I'm not going to pass up. And that is headed over to the milk stand. Now the milk stand you can find right in the first order area of Galaxy's Edge. And that is where you can get the blue milk or the green milk. And again, people have big opinions on which one is better. Do you have a preference? I do. I'm a green milk fan, which I know is not the most popular one. No, that's not the most popular one. I don't actually love the blue milk personally. I love that you love a green milk. That is definitely not the most popular choice, but I love that you love that. I'm going to go with the blue milk. There is something about just seeing that blue color and that fun cup and being there in the first order area, which is a pretty cool little hidden gem off the beaten path in Galaxy's Edge. I'm going with the blue milk. But either way, I'm not going to Galaxy's Edge without stopping by the milk stand. When our entire family is there, we will often order one of each. There's six of us all together. We'll order one of each and we'll share. And that's just a fun way that everybody can have a couple sips and try both varieties. And then we vote. And it's just a fun, you know, blue milk versus green milk smackdown. It makes it into an activity and not just a snack. Yeah, that's a really smart use of time. And also like has a moment of exactly what Disney vacations are all about, which is just that family connection time that we all so desperately crave. I'm interested to know which of your kiddos are team blue milk. I'll have to ask you about that later. Oh, that that probably changes based. Yeah, that changes based on the trip and how they're feeling that day. (laughs) Fair enough. One other place that you can get blue milk inside Galaxy's Edge, and that's over at Oga's Cantina, which is another must visit spot with really cool ambiance. Disney destinations can be downright overwhelming. We get it. We have been there, done that, and we totally understand how you're feeling. That's why we put together an expert guide. It's a free resource just for you, and you can download it by heading to bit.ly slash expert Disney. Disney World like a total expert. Grab it at bit.ly slash expert Disney. That's the place that you can't miss. Now, Oga's Cantina will require you 
to have an advanced dining reservation, you can get those beginning 60 days prior to your check-in date. If you're staying on-site at Disney, which is something that Sarah and I both always recommend that you stay on property. They do also sometimes have walk-up availability, but very, very limited capacity to get into Oga's without an advanced dining reservation. Oga's, of course, is the cantina. It's the bar. It's the lounge. It's where all of the riffraff in Galaxy's Edge goes to have a libation. That's right. And you better read the rules on the door on the way in, or you might break some and get kicked out. That's right. It's a fun atmosphere. I don't think, I think the Imagineers absolutely outdid themselves with the interior of Oga's Cantina. And you've got another droid that's the DJ and he's spinning some really cool futuristic space tunes for you. The cast members in Oga's really make that place special. Some of the best of the best. So much character and just being in the story and sticking to the character that they're playing behind the bar. Absolutely. They're going to make sure that you have your credits to pay for your drinks, of course. And uh, this is a Purple Banana Travel exclusive tip. If you're going to go to Oga's, we highly recommend that you request Ina as your server. Shout out to Ina, one of the best of the best cast members out there. If you want an immersive story and you're down to play the part and have a great time, you can't go wrong with Ina. Two tips that I'll share that are important to know when you're headed to Ogus. Number one, don't make the mistake of thinking that because it's a bar, you shouldn't take your kids in. You should totally take your kids in. There's a great variety of alcoholic beverages, but there's also a non-alcoholic menu available. So even the youngest space travelers in your crew are going to have a great time and enjoy a drink. Number two, you need a dining reservation. But the actual menu is mostly beverages. There are some snacks like charcuterie board type things. But if you go in thinking that this is going to be your spot for lunch or for dinner, you're going to leave hungry. So make sure that you eat something at a separate time and just go into Oga's to have a drink or two and enjoy the ambiance. Make sure that you get an Oga's Cantina reservation in your advanced dining reservation plans for your day at Galaxy's Edge if you really want to take it over the top. What I really love about Galaxy's Edge is the ability to interact with characters in a really organic way. These are not your typical character meet and greets where you're going through a specific queue and having a photo op. These are really unplanned, super organic meetups. And I think that they're fabulous. You might find Kylo Ren over in that first order area And uh, you'll see his ship there. And sometimes he will be there with stormtroopers and they stand up on the stage and interact with people as they gather around. You might also find Ray and Chewie. There's kind of like a garage area with a whole bunch of speeders that look like they're being worked on. And often if you look up, there's some platforms above there. Sometimes you'll see stormtroopers, but often you're going to see members of the resistance who are hiding from the stormtroopers. They've also recently broken kind of the chronology of the Star Wars timeline, and you might see the Mandalorian showing up or Boba Fett showing up in Galaxy's Edge and get to interact with them. Those are both pretty cool. Very rare sightings. Yeah. Chewie is like a moment. Chewie's totally a moment. Yeah. Chewie is the moment. He is so fun. He will make his Wookiee noises for you. 
um, if you politely get his attention. He will be banging on all sorts of things in the garage as he is fixing all of the things that will help the resistance outlast the First Order. But the character interactions are super organic. And I think that your family, especially your younger kids, they're going to love this because they're not going to need to wait in line. They're going to get to go right up to the railing and immediately have interactions. And I think that that is something that can't really be overstated. When kids go to Disney, they want to ride all the rides. And sometimes it's hard as parents to get them to want to wait in queues to meet specific characters. That will not be a problem for you when you're in Galaxy's Edge. All right. We know what we're going to ride. We've talked a little bit about what we're eating and we've met some characters, but there's some other really interactive parts of Galaxy's Edge that make it very different from most of the other lands in any of the four theme parks at Walt Disney World. Some of those interactive things are totally add-on experiences like you can build your own lightsaber and and going to Savvy's workshop and choosing the hilt and the color of your crystal and all that stuff is just like if you're a Star Wars fan man your mind is going to be blown and I know sometimes people kind of balk at the $200 price tag for building that lightsaber but my personal I think it's totally worth it by the way my personal feeling is Number one, it's not like a cheap plastic lightsaber. It's not a toy. This is cosplay quality that's made out of metal, incredible details, and just a very high quality piece that's going to be part of your Star Wars collection. But the actual experience of going into Savvy's workshop, which is very hidden, like, of course, because the Resistance doesn't want people to know that they are, you know, gathering scrap metal and making lightsabers. This is very hush-hush. And you're going to feel that as you go check in for the experience. And they're going to usher you, you know, around the corner and through a quiet door that's just not, you know, there isn't a big sign that says Savvy's Workshop on the front of the space because it's a secret. You're part of the secret. Another interactive thing that you can do is to go build a droid. And this is really great and aimed at younger kiddos. Maybe not so younger kiddos. It's just a fun thing. But these droids are remote controlled and you get to pick the pieces that go by on a conveyor belt and then you go over to an assembly station. Has Lou made a droid for herself? Lou has not made a droid, but she has the purple BB-8 style droid on her wish list. I think that's what's really cool about the droid depot is you can make an R2-D2 style droid or Mm -hmm. a BB-8 style droid. Yep. And then if you do that with your kids, you do need to make reservations for either a lightsaber or droid building. But after you build your droid, make sure you take your kids, like just walk out the door and right across the walkway there. And you're going to see a play pad on the ground where your kids can get their droid out of the box and actually play with it. Because otherwise, while you're walking through the land, your droid has to stay in the box. It will still interact while you're in the land and does some pretty cool things, but you can't have the droid out of the box rolling around on the ground. There's just some safety issues around that. So they were so smart in Galaxy's Edge and they made a special play area so your kids can take that brand new toy that they're so excited to play with and get it out on the ground and it's going to interact with other kids who have just made their droids and they're going to beep and squawk at each other and the smiles that you're going to see in that moment That's a moment where people are coming together and enjoying a Star Wars story together, even bigger than just your family. You don't want to miss those smiles from your kiddos. Absolutely. And those experiences, both the droid building and the lightsaber building, 
do require an advanced reservation. So keep mm-hmm. that in mind. That is not something that you're going to be able to walk up day of and, and be ushered right in to participate in those things. And with the price tag, Sarah hit the nail right on the head. Remember that you're paying for the experience and you may be a family that deprioritizes merch in exchange for experiences. If you are, sing the song of my people. I love you for that. That's what our family does. So do they need another plush character from the Emporium? You know, another stuffed animal that's going to sit on the shelf. Or would you rather pay for that type of experience? Those are decisions that only you can make for your family but don't let the price tag scare you immediately when you think about the experience that surrounds those things. And my kids are still playing with their droids. So you get both, you get some merch and an experience. I think that's a win. Now, maybe you are on a slightly tighter budget or maybe that long of an experience is not something that you're after. There is a complimentary experience that you can have in Galaxy's Edge if you have a Magic Band Plus. This is the newest Magic Band technology. You're going to be able to order these in advance of your vacation. You can also find them at nearly every single store on Disney property. But if you have a Magic Band Plus, you're going to be able to play a really cool interactive bounty hunter game across Galaxy's Edge. So you'll go up to the station, you'll scan your band in, it'll give you some instructions. You're going to be doing this through the Play Disney app, and it will send you to another place in Galaxy's Edge to receive your next clue. Think of it as like a pretty high-tech scavenger hunt, but it's a really fun way for your family to explore all of the nooks and crannies of Galaxy's Edge Have that moment where you slow down just a little bit in between all of the hustle and bustle of the rides and really come together as your family takes on that mission. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. The times that I've gone and done some of the bounty hunter games and your magic band is going to help direct you. So it's a little bit like playing hot and cold. As you get closer to your target, your magic band is going to turn green. As you get further away, you're headed in the wrong direction your magic band plus will turn red and then your play Disney app's going to help you uncover where your target is. And he's hiding behind a wall or behind a door or something. And you've got to scan him and take his location back to the, the bounty master. So super fun to rack up points and collect targets and be part of that star Wars story. Again, the coolest thing beyond all of these things that we've already talked about really is the atmosphere in Galaxy's Edge. You simply can't beat it. It is immersive on a level that, I mean, Disney just raised the bar. There's just no denying that. And it doesn't matter where you are in the land. You want to slow down and you want to have your head on a swivel or you're going to miss some really cool things. And the more you are familiar with the Star Wars movies... And the characters, the more you're going to notice. It's amazing. Every time I go back, as I've seen additional movies, I find things that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what that is. And I walked by it 10 times before, but suddenly it holds more value because I understand the story more. So don't sleep on just strolling through Galaxy's Edge and taking it all in. You're not wrong. Go grab some of the blue popcorn or a black calf drink that are special snacks available there in some of the, the stalls that sell toys and things. 
But also I'd say that because you are really such a huge part of the story, you're stepping into the Star Wars saga, what you wear into Galaxy's Edge can have a huge impact on your overall experience. If you love to cosplay and you're a Star Wars nerd, dude, go all in. Bring your Jedi robe and make a lightsaber and really be part of that. You will see lots of people dressed to the hilt in their Star Wars gear. But even if you're not like that level of a Star Wars fan, having something that relates, maybe it's a Star Wars t-shirt. Maybe it's just wearing more subdued colors that look like they've been weathered. I don't know what that is for you, but it's a great chance to get really creative and come up with an outfit that makes you feel like you are really part of Black Spire Outpost. And that's so fun to do. I'll tell you a quick story about a trip that my family went on. And uh, we were, we know we were going to be in Hollywood studios for the day. And I had everybody start the day in matching Toy Story t-shirts because we're going to go ride Slinky Dog Dash and Toy Story Mania and spend a lot of time there. But I knew then that in the afternoon after lunch, we were going to head into Galaxy's Edge and spend a good bit of time there. And so I told my crew, I'm like, everybody grab your favorite Star Wars t-shirt. We're going to throw them into the backpack and after lunch we'll change and go into galaxy's edge and this was for most of them that was their first time going into galaxy's edge some of the people in my family who shall remain nameless balked at that a little bit they thought that was kind of stupid like seriously you're gonna make us change our clothes to go to a different part of the park but they did it because i insisted and as we're walking into galaxy's edge they could feel this shift right this was a very different experience a different part of the park that just felt different. And my husband looked over at me and he said, okay, I get it. Thanks for not letting me walk through here with my Toy Story shirt on. (laughs) He got it. He knew that that would not have felt authentic to the Star Wars story. What's cool is you can take that to the level of seriousness that you want to take it to. I will say this, after dark, especially, you will see full robes. You will see full Ray, you know, get-ups you'll see first order like it it really does come alive after dark but you'll also see way more subtle families that maybe they have a grogu t-shirt on maybe the daughter has you know the mohawk ponytail braids like ray um that's super common but embrace it i know we talk about this on a lot of episodes of this podcast but the more you lean into that the more rich of an experience you're going to have I mean, that's true for so many things in life, right? The energy that you put in is proportional to the experience that you get out of whatever it is you're doing. It's just full, solid life advice. Full stop. There's no need to build that idea out that's any right. further because that is a that's... full stop. All right. So you have ridden the rides. You've had the snacks. You've interacted with characters. You've done some magical extras and you've strolled around. You now need to document this. This is a memory, a core memory day that needs to live on long after your trip to Galaxy's Edge has come to a close. And the great news is Memory Maker has you covered with some really iconic locations. Yeah, there's some magic shots exclusive to Galaxy's Edge. And magic shots are those special photos where they're adding in some special effects or a character uh, that gives your photos a distinctly Disney touch. And so taking advantage of these, we're going to tell you where they are so that you can make a plan and make the most of that memory maker that you have added to your vacation package. Because there's some really good spots here in Galaxy's Edge. 
What's one for you? Like what's a don't miss? We've got to get this magic shot when we're in Galaxy's Edge. Where is okay. it? If you make your way almost to the exit that heads into Toy Story Land. So if you're headed towards Toy Story Land, you're getting close. As you begin to exit Galaxy's Edge, you will see a big rock looking wall on your right. You'll also see a line there and you're wondering what that line's for. You are going to take some photos with some different poses and then magically Grogu will appear in your photos when those get downloaded into your My Disney Experience app. These are pictures that Lou and I absolutely love. It looks like we're taking care of little Grogu, helping the Mandalorian out a little bit. And that, that's my favorite shot in all of Galaxy's Edge. What's your favorite? Uh, mine is going to be After Dark. If you head over towards Oga's Cantina and just turn around, you're going to see a doorway there in the evenings and there will be a Disney photo pass photographer. You'll see them with the big bright green shirt on. He or she will have some lightsabers there. So you do not need to have your own lightsaber to take advantage of this, but you can choose light side or dark side and do some very cool poses in that Star Wars doorway with a lightsaber that's either red or blue or sometimes purple, which is my favorite one, of course. Of course. But those are super cool. And the way the lightsaber lights up your faces or your kids' faces is just a Star Wars image that is iconic. And you're part of it for that moment. Yeah, I love that. The other most popular place for the photo is going to be, of course, at the Millennium Falcon. Here's what's really cool about that particular photo spot. There will be a photo pass photographer there throughout the entire day and into the night. Don't sleep on getting that same photo in the daytime and then also at nighttime. I think that Galaxy's Edge is one of those lands at Disney that feels totally different once it's dark. It's like a totally different experience. You want to make sure that you're experiencing both of those things. But grab a photo over by the iconic Millennium Falcon. There are actually two photo pass photographers most of the time during the day over there. So there'll be one like down in the bowl on the lowest ground level. But if you walk up the stairs or up the ramp towards docking bay seven, there's often a second photographer up there and they are taking super zoom shots. So they're going to take a photo of your family. You're up above the millennium Falcon. So it's a different point of view, but you're also going to get a video of zooming you know, in from outer space onto your family right there by the Millennium Falcon. So that's a really cool and unique thing also. Now, even if you're not taking advantage of memory maker spots, Galaxy's Edge is a very, quote, Instagrammable land. There's lots of cool spots for you to pose with your family or take candids. One of my favorites, and this is one that like, embarrassingly, I had walked past 20 times and then suddenly watched The Mandalorian, and I was like, whoa, there's the iconic Mandalorian door. But that is a spot that you will find just to the right of the garage area and makes for some really fun, happy snaps with your crew. Yeah. It's actually where they put the Bounty Hunter game, too. So if you're looking for that, it's right there at what we affectionately call the Mandalorian door. The droid garage is also a great spot to grab some photos. There'll be a couple of spots as you're walking through the park that you'll see like just a collection of droids or gear or boxes. So you can really go make your own photo shoot. If you are in a creative mood, there's a ton of spots throughout the land that will lend themselves to great photos 
And especially if you put some effort in, you've got your Star Wars gear on at whatever level you're doing that and your daughter's hair is in the Ray ponytail, make sure you take some photos of that so that you can remember the day that you're having. Yeah, no doubt. And for the absolute Star Wars elite level fandom, you can also take a two night immersive voyage along for the Star Wars Star Cruiser. And that it's the ultimate. You are going to get a day on Batu in Galaxy's Edge. You can also go off planet and head to other areas of Hollywood Studios during that voyage. But when you're on the Star Cruiser ship, there will be a lot of immersive activities that you can do. You can create your own character with your own backstory. Your meals will be included. Your lodging is included. That is the ultimate for the Star Wars fandom. It really is. Think of it more of a cruise kind of experience. It really is like a two-night cruise just on the starship. You're not on a big ocean-going vessel. But all the things that you would enjoy about being on a cruise are going to be there when you board the Halcyon and get to step into that story with amazing cast members who are going to get to know you. It's a very intimate experience. And that is absolutely the time to pull out all of your best Star Wars costumes and create a character for yourself. And it's super cool. Have I said how super cool all this Star Wars stuff is enough? I think we've mentioned that it's immersive, that it's (laughs) awesome, and that you can take pictures, ride rides, and eat and drink until your heart's content. Sarah and I are pretty big fans of Galaxy's Edge. I hope that that uh, has come through as we were having this conversation together. Now, again, this is housed inside of Hollywood Studios in Walt Disney World right here in Central Florida. Purple Banana Travel stands ready to help get you to the planet of Batu. It is an area that we specialize in and we love the opportunity to help. So reach out to us. You can do that down in the show notes. You can get a complimentary vacation quote, which of course will include your trip to Batu and Galaxy's Edge and also a lot of the other Disney amazingness that's occurring back on planet Earth. Totally, because there's three other theme parks at Walt Disney World and Purple Banana Travel Coaches, just like we've unpacked all the things about Galaxy's Edge, we have this level of expert knowledge about every corner of Walt Disney World. And we're here to make sure that you don't miss the things that are going to mean the most to your family. Absolutely. Head down to the show notes to get your complimentary quote. You can also visit us online, purplebananatravel.com. We are here to make you the rock star for your family, no matter which planet that you'll be visiting. We'll be back next week with another fabulous episode, taking a deep dive into something related to your Disney vacation. We're here to help you have less stress and more fun. Until then, go show some kindness to someone and be boldly brilliant.